You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. on everybody and welcome to another great edition of pop five brought to you by pop culture fanatics it's your boy val cisco alongside me with jay Rance, and today we have a special episode for everybody people have voted in and they want to hear what are our top picks for dragon ball franchise characters jay how you doing man i'm good man uh Ragging my brain with this list. This one was a toughie, bro. Like this, this list was hard. But I'm good. I'm chilling. I hope everybody's doing good. Thank you for voting. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing really, really, really good as well too. It's Friday, and not to date this podcast, but you know what? Have a hell of a week. We had a hell of a podcast week as well too. And now to kind of cap it off with this one right here, like you said, I was racking my brain on what to do with this podcast and and kind of who to pick for my picks as well too i know we're we have similar personalities sometimes especially with this franchise mm-hmm. so this is gonna be very interesting before we even get started i'm gonna do a couple shout outs right now for the people who did vote for this your boy steven cedarstrom your boy scott Thiessen, your boy chris bovin your boy mark leo our boy dwayne davis and Ooh. of course <laughs> Little Luciano Gio. Ah, he got in the vote too. Let me mm-hmm. find out, Luciano. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta give Gio some love for this one, right? Word, word. Hopefully he's gonna start getting more active with us and shit, you know. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I appreciate everybody that voted. Yes, yes, yes. Now, before we get started, man, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super GT, however you want to spin it. Very uh, close subject to us. One of our favorite animes that we grew up as kids and still watch it today. We play the games. We sometimes read the mangas. We mm-hmm. go to town with this franchise. Like, what does Dragon Ball mean to you, brother? Dragon Ball means to me life. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball is everything to me because, like you said, it's a franchise that's very near and dear to our hearts. We grew up on this franchise. We used to play Dragon Ball Z growing up. We used to have little fake scouters take paper, <laughs> crumple up them into balls and throw them around the building complex running around in the Bronx. <laughs> and then we used to sit here with the little walkie-talkies, communicate. And then um, from playing the games to PlayStation and having the Ultimate, was it Ultimate Battle 22, the Japanese version, to the GT and everything, bro. And like you said, reading the manga, you know, I still have actually had manga supers on deck that I was reading the other day. Playing the game, still to this day, I play Doken Battle on the mobile phone. I play Legends on the mobile phone. This this franchise, I say life because it, it, it's honestly gotten me through some of the tough times, you know, that, that sometimes I find myself down in the dumps. Doken battle, you know, throw it on, makes me feel all good. Like, okay, I know there's people out there that's going through the same shit as me. You get what I'm saying? That's why I say life. And it's honestly made me meet some of, you know, my family, which is you guys, you know? We've bonded over this. We've, like, discussed this topic multiple times and have fun with this topic. So, honestly, that's why I say life, you know? I mean, it may be a drastic word, but to me, it is everything, honestly. How do you feel about Dragon Ball? I agree a thousand percent with you. Life 
it, it is the best word to encompass this franchise. You know, it was our first love when it comes to animes or cartoons or Saturday mornings or even weekdays on Toonami. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our first introduction to like storytelling in a way, like proper storytelling. Um, to wait and be patient and have the, your patience pay off at the end. Um, lovable characters that you felt so endearing to them like um you have characters that died and come back to life or died permanently and, and it crushed you a little bit i remember specifically like hell people want to talk about dragon ball heroes and how they like to like extend their universe and create fan-made fiction we were doing that shit live action on east 236th street Word. making our own characters and stuff like that i remember I was playing myself as Goten and you took my little baby. Mm-hmm. So I remember that <laughs> specifically. <laughs> like we were making our own fan fiction before that was even popular. Mm-hmm. And everything from Dragon Ball all the way down to now is Dragon Ball Super and the games. Like I remember going to town with Budokai. I remember before that Battle 22 and, and Final Bout and things of that nature as well. Like this game has has taken over the game this franchise has taken over my life like mm-hmm. since i was what i want to say eight years old so now and um that's why it's so beloved by everyone that's why that's why we we took so much time and patience and and we really wanted to put a good effort into this list right here to see where we stand with these characters now these characters uh they could be villains they could be heroes they go from dragon ball all the way to dragon ball super gt's involved as well too um it's gonna be very very interesting but i'm fucking hype bro so um what do you want you want me to go you want me to go how do you want to start this one hell yeah you go because i already have excuse me i I said we're gonna do stuff different this time around i was like i'm gonna let him go first so let's jump right right. into it (laughs) put me into the frying pan (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i I am down for all the hate mail too because i feel like there's gonna be a very uh divisive crowd after Mm -hmm. this people are gonna be like what the fuck that was your pick and especially with this pick that i'm gonna say right now a lot of people are probably gonna get mad and i understand that but for my Mm. number five is a recent addition to the dragon ball universe Mm -hmm. and although this character has been around for many 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 years uh it's not until recently that he has become canon and this iteration of this character i find more uh juicier as far as someone with uh with a character development with a better story arc with the power level as well too and a little bit more endearing uh than the original uh adaptation so my number five Mm -hmm. it is the recent Mm. adaptation of one called broly Oh, (laughs) you will. Hey, whoever's listening, you will not find Broly on my list. You will not find Broly as an honorable mention either. (laughs) But hey, this is your list. It's my list. (laughs) But I'll say this though I find this version of Broly a million times better than the first adaptation we we got in the you know the 90s and i understand that that broly is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts he's the op character that just kills everybody i totally mm-hmm. get it but in my opinion that broly was a mindless idiot and <laughs> i didn't care about that broly whatsoever i felt like there was no range for that character and with the with the what the three to four spin-offs that you came with that movie as well too bio broly broly second coming <laughs> i never cared about that character the only thing i cared about in those movies was we got to see a, a triple father double son kamehameha at one point so that was great to see 
But, yeah. you know, other than that, I just never cared about it. I thought he was just an OP character that just didn't have range. And this movie, um, the newest one, the Dragon Ball Super, I just fell in love with the character because he was such a uh, a, a child that was that was born through war and bred with the necessity to live mm-hmm. and i think the 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 angle of paragus is a little bit better i felt the father's not necessarily the father's love but the father's rage when it came to the same race especially the king vegeta um the movie itself i thought was a beautiful movie i thought you know the how they how, how it was animated the cgi that was implanted in there as well too but i just like the, the range that broly does give you. you you get this child who's just you know scarred doesn't know anything better but just war and being a savage and little by little layers happen um with different characters that he's meeting to the point where like yeah like i would be happy to have broly come back again in the regular dragon ball super um show or whatever adaptation we're gonna get next i think that that broly can be someone that you can use in like goku's corner or vegeta's corner as a training partner and can only get better and could be uh, an evolution to the dragon ball franchise i love the fact that you know he you know, these you still keep the the uncontrollable aspect of him turning to Ultimate Super Saiyan, but I do love the evolution of how he turns, like from that state where he's almost like a great ape, but controlling it almost like Super Saiyan Four, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, controlling great ape to becoming Super Saiyan to eventually becoming that Ultimate Super Saiyan, opening up a different portal, um, surprising everybody at one point, um, and then just that sympathetic part where you know you see Gogeta about to like blast him to a blitter creek and <laughs> you feel kind of bad for him you're like i don't want the dude to die like he's just he's doing it because he has no choice he's, he's uncontrollable but he, he has a soul and i think that's what broly always missed in my opinion was that soul and that's why i love him i i think he's he's a fun addition to the dragon ball universe right now that's my thing guys <laughs> I have nothing positive to say about Broly. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. I want everybody wants to hear it because everybody hates this character. No, this version of the character. No, this version. Actually, I like this version. I mean, I just personally don't like Broly because I guess I don't like him kind of cut. Like, I don't like Goku. You get what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. people usually like to tend to things that are like OP. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I tend to stay away from Broly. Um, but definitely by 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 leaps and bounds this reiteration of broly is far better than the other one the other one he would just come out looking like a chiseled adonis and just start spazzing (laughs) you get what i'm saying for no reason (laughs) and then i think the 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 swap of the 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 headband to the to the tape like to the trigger um to the to the little zapper what do you call that you know the little zapper that has parody yeah. to keep him in check with i think that was pretty cool but you're absolutely correct this character was missing life it was missing a soul it was missing some story he, he was just a mindless brute you know maybe that's what it was and that's why i kind of like this reiteration the movie was fucking phenomenal every this one was way better than the past one um i do like that they showed uh more you know like you said they showed more um life to him he's just not mindless but I did really enjoy everything about him was like, like, you know, not only is he a mindless brute, but he's smart. You get what I'm saying? At the same time, he has something where he's evolving in battle. You get what I'm saying? When he was fighting Vegeta and Goku, he was evolving. He was learning through the whole process and stuff. And what you said is freaking cool. He controls ape form, just a human form. You get what I'm saying? He's, it's very different from Super Saiyan mm-hmm. 4 where they get the fur, the tail. He has that 
power level, but he controls it in human form. So it's phenomenal. You get what I'm saying? Like, I like this one. I like this one. I like the fact that they showed life to him when he was a small child in the planet and Paragus slayed his best friend, which was that big old dragon worm thingy. And then he, he kept it eating mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So definitely, definitely a, a better iteration of the past Broly. So you know what? Like, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. I give you that. But it, it ain't going to make my list. <laughs> no, no wrong with that. No wrong with that. I, I, I think I, I like it more too uh, from the past Broly because of the fact that I never just bought into the idea that he was pissed off at Goku because he was crying next to him. Like, that shit irked mm-hmm. me for a long time. Uh, like, that's why he says Kakarot, because Kakarot crying next yeah. to him. Fuck that. I do like the fact that, you know, we have, like, the royalty um, aspect with King Vegeta and just throwing Broly away or uh, basically trying to kill him because already he's surpassing Vegeta. That right there was phenomenal. Like, that's great storytelling. If anything, I want that to continue just a little bit more in the movie. They didn't too much. I mean, they did just a tad bit, but I want them to expand. No, I agree with you. And there's still way more they can expand because remember the movie just ended with him coming back and saying, Goku was just like, I just want to train with you. You know, that's it. Like, you know, you can stay here yeah. do your thing. I just want to train with you and get stronger and stuff like that. So, you know, there's been some little murmurs in the Twitter sphere talking about if, you know, they ever host like a new tournament of power and stuff like that. You know, Team Broly, Vegeta and Goku and stuff. Hey, of course, they're going to be OP as hell. But, you know, I mean, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a good thing, though. But I agree with you, bro. This, this Broly is way better than the past one. I'm not going to lie. And the colors and everything. Yeah. Great, <laughs> great, 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 great start to this list. Oof, I don't know if I can follow that up. Ooh. I think you can. I think I think your pick is gonna be a little bit more fan Ooh. friendly. I have a um, honestly, like I said, this list was very hard. So you know, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna go with my number five. He's he's more recent, but <clears throat> excuse me, he's more recent. So you know, journey with me into the realms of the gods and stuff like that, real quick. So my pick mm-hmm. is I'm gonna have to go because there's there's two for me. There's two iconic villains in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, everything. I mean, there's more, but to me, he stands out because he's just so quiet, mellow, and everything. And this is the North Kai of Universe Tenzamazu. Yes. <laughs> I gotta go awesome. Because he's new. Yes, I know he's new, but to me, it's either, you know, Boo, Frieza, Cell, and Zamazu. To me, he's the most fucking badass villain. He's caused so much destruction. He damn near eradicated, you know, humanity to like 1%. You get what I'm saying? With the zero mortal plan. I What I love about him, he's just like, I'm just gonna get real technical. You're probably gonna laugh. He's just like, uh, how can I sit here and say it? I'm trying to find a word thing, bro. Um, go technical, he's, he's go for it. Elegance, destruction, all in one. You know, it's just like he's he's beauty, mm-hmm. destruction personified in one. He's methodical, he's quiet, he's chill, he's simple. You think he's not thinking, but he's thinking a step ahead of you because you saw that in the in the in the episodes where he was just like, okay, you know, are the mortals worth saving? That was the whole point of that. You know, he wants to eradicate the race because of their mistakes. And when he was chosen to be the Kai, he was thinking like, do I want to save mortals? Are they worth saving with my protection? As mistakes and stuff like that. So he just concocted this evil fucking plan, you know, bodied the Kai, killed Goku, got his body, made Goku black. Super, super methodical. I really haven't seen any other villain do that. You get what I'm saying? This is like very treacherous so that's why i enjoy this fighting style everything uh a light of judgment uh black uh, black light grenade everything it's just you know beautiful destruction so that's what twelve loves Zamazu. then you get the grotesque one he just keeps getting crazier and honestly when when um you know he just 
uh, freaking envelops the whole earth with the Zamazu faces all over, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I have to go with the beautiful destruction that is Zamazu from, you know, Universe 10 as my number five. <laughs> yeah. I love that pick, bro. I like it because of the fact that, it, you know, even if you were to get from a biblical stance, he's almost like the uh, mm-hmm. one to Satan in a way, you know, someone that's chosen in the heavens to be the, you know, to be there, to be that that ultimate being in a way and challenges yeah. um, those above him. And ultimately that is his own destruction cast away. But because he's cast away, he brings even more destruction out there. Uh, to the point where, like, he challenges and defies everything. Logically, exactly. time and space, he, he defies it. And um, I think that's... Uh, I think he doesn't get enough credit as being mm. a villain. I think when you look at that arc, people tend to think, like, Goku Black is the be-all, mm. end-all of that arc. And yes, I understand he's, like, the guy in the shadows. But at the end of the day, at day like, you know, Zamasu is just, like, the... Yeah. The kingpin, the the one, the leader, the one you know holding mm-hmm. the puppets by their strings. And if you look at just how tactical and aware of everything in that whole season, he is fucking mm-hmm. maniacal and in such a beautiful way. Like you said, it's like elegance yet yet like uh, sadomasochistic in a way as well too. Um, everything that he's doing has a reason. There's no I, wasted emotion. I agree with you. Sorry for cutting you off. That's one thing that I also love about him, which you made me think about it. And I thought about it, but I forgot to mention it. It's almost like usually every villain is not a villain in their book. They have a purpose. You get what I'm saying? So to them, they're the heroes in their own book. So to me, that's what I like about Zamazu because he's doing some effed up stuff, but he's a hero in his own book you know what i'm saying like he's doing this for the purification and the saving and everything you know like i don't want you to commit your same mistakes in this new realm that we're trying to form so in a weird way you get what i'm saying you got those anti-heroes like i, I know there's a saying in specific but i can't remember it right now but that's what i like about him because to him he's not a villain he's a hero you know he's a god and stuff like that so i mean that's what i love about zamazu like you said that that is a phenomenal point comparing it to a biblical standpoint of view you know and that's another thing that i love about him that he's just so quiet methodical and chill but this guy's a mastermind you know and like you said he he is the kingpin you know i think goku black just got all all of that because it was kind of like a little john cena moment they were like oh i want to see evil goku so we finally got an evil goku with the rose and everything so people kind of you know that took away from from what Zamazu really was and stuff, you get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was Zamazu, the you know, the king, the, the kingpin in there and the head one in charge. So but yeah, it, this one was a this one was tough. But I but to me, like I said, three people stand out as villains and he's one of them. So that's why I had to put him on five. Man, I appreciate that, man. To me, like that's an excellent pick. Like uh, just the mastermind of 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 that whole season. And I just wish that people embraced him as a villain like a like like the ones you mentioned before as the top and i feel like like you said too people want to see a go mm-hmm. turn heel in a way wrestling terms and you know they got it in, in, in a sort of way but i feel like goku black just takes he his does. shine away way too much even though that this is, is Zamazu, uh, exactly. Zamazu yeah. as well too That's the so <laughs> it makes no sense it makes That's no sense in Zamazu body just in goku's body you know so yeah it makes no sense but that's another thing why I do enjoy it because that's another story arc where they can just expand on you know what I'm saying like the acquisition of the body things like that we never saw that he just talks about it but sometimes if you really do understand it or look at it it's like I want to see more of that okay well, let, let's see you know you just say you body them but what's up like I want to see that so that's another thing that I like about the saga in Zamazu where 
it's a character that has you know a few layers and it could definitely expand on the Goku Black in my opinion and not not even just that look at the world that that season opened up because of him and you got to actually see Mm -hmm. Beerus's power right then and there and with a flick of his hands you know just saying delete you know and like erasing this dude exactly. out of existence yeah. <laughs> like like without without that character you don't see how crazy yeah. Beerus, Beerus can be and like unfortunately I'll say right now uh, I'm not sure about you Beerus is mm-hmm. not on my list um, only because I felt like we haven't seen that make or break point from him like I feel like even Battle of the Gods like I wanted more and I've been wanting more from Beerus. I think we all been wanting, waiting for that moment where like, mm-hmm. oh shit's getting real. And like until I get there, that's no, I when he'll be up there. No, uh, that 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 that's actually uh, uh, excellent caveats. Mazu has been the only character to bring Beerus to that point where you see the extent of his power. You know, Battle of the Gods. You didn't see that with Goku. Mm-hmm. You know, Goku depleted himself and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I mean. He was actually going to be on my list, bro. He was actually going to be on my list because I, I love Beerus. Beerus is so... He he he's, he knows he's, you know, the most powerful in, in a sense. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I... He, he, bro, he was going to make my list. And then I heard in the manga that the other gods of destruction had to actually jump Beerus. That's how powerful he is to try to defeat him. And he defeated him all, basically. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, but yeah, you know, so yeah, he's an honorable mention for me, though. I'll just say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you for me. So as what well about too. your number four? Ooh, the All right, Titan. Oh. <laughs> I know this character is on your list. Like it has to mm-hmm. be. If not, I'm shocked. But um, this possibly is one, if not the best Dragon Ball Z arcs mm-hmm. in its entirety, and it's all because of one character. And it's it, it argues they could go back and forth between the last season of Dragon Ball Z or this season, and I feel this character, hmm. although he's a little OP, and I understand that, I feel like he brought some of the best battle sequences that I've seen, and I enjoyed the storytelling throughout the whole season. And though it gets a little wonky at times with certain androids and whatnot, I feel that without this character you would not see the the evolution of certain characters later on so my number four has to be the villain cell that's a good pick bro yeah i i think one of us uh, has cell on this list honestly or both of us <laughs> uh, yeah like i, I couldn't mm-hmm. not mention him because even from his first stage and you see how creepy he is just walking around the towns and just mm-hmm. literally killing people like the last time we saw mm-hmm. that was with Nappa honestly and Nappa literally just blowing up fucking towns out of nowhere um this was the first time I actually saw that horror side of Dragon Ball Z and you saw it with the you know in- injecting people and swallowing them up and you know, sucking them dry essentially and you know that horror aspect was fucking phenomenal seeing the Z warriors actually like Tien and Yamcha scared out of their mind of this character he wasn't even in his final form yet and just that this this android this perfect being that's still trying to be perfect that's never satisfied even when perfect Mm -hmm. is never satisfied it's like a hunger that that just consumes him and ultimately is his own um downfall at the end as well too 
Um, I thought he brings out the best out of most characters. He brought the best out of Piccolo. He brought the best out of Tien. He brought the best out of that Tien fight. Is one of my favorite fights because we don't, we we don't. don't get enough of Tien, in my opinion. Like, I, we got a lot in Dragon Ball, but once Dragon Ball Z started, like, mm-hmm. he was also like just a side character in a way. But that one fight with like him and Tien was just incredible to me. Um, he brought the best out of Piccolo. He brought the best out of Vegeta. He brought the best out of Trunks, Goku, Gohan. Like, without this character, we don't see the next step in the evolution of RZ fighters. So in my opinion, with with his angle from jumping to different forms, trying to get 17 and 18, um, the cockiness throughout all his forms as well too, even as his second form, goading Vegeta into <laughs> being perfect so that way they can have a proper battle. Like when Vegeta could have whooped yeah, ass man. right then and there and fucking yeah, Vegeta man, fucking fails for a second. <laughs> uh, Vegeta fucked up. <laughs> Trunks too, mm-hmm. don't fucking up. Mm-hmm. Try to bulk up, you know, like the Hulk, um, you know, and just what he brings to the table. Why that series is so beloved. Yes, you get the Gohan aspect, and yes, you get Goku and a lot of cool training montages. I remember, I people hate this for some reason. I don't know why people don't like this part of the season, but the whole time where Goku and Gohan are just relaxing for like five oh, days, I, I love that. Form, I enjoyed that because that's like the first time. You got to see them. You got to see Goku the fucking bro. father. Finally, <laughs> doing his fatherly duties, not Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like I, I, I have a lot of great memories for the season. Mm-hmm. I love the Cell tournament. I love the Cell Juniors. I love the fact that he can basically—he's like the super adaptoid. He's like the <laughs> Ultimo. He has everybody's yeah. fucking moves. Oh, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. deep cut right there. <laughs> you know. This guy, you know, when once we saw like this villain produce a Kamehameha, like people were like, "What mm-hmm. the fuck is going on?" And you know, using you know things like um, uh, what was it, Solar Flare and things of that nature. Um, even in the final battle with him and Gohan, you know, spoiler alert for people who have yeah. never seen fucking seen that series. If you haven't, why the fuck are you listen to us? Um, <laughs> you know that alone right there, and just. Uh, him coming back to life, regenerating, and being even more perfect, ultimate perfect, mm-hmm. super perfect. So, um, this guy is just one of the one of the best villains, but in in such a cool way. Like he was never this villain, especially when he got perfect. That was like, well, you know, I'll destroy a whole planet just to destroy it right now. No, he was like, I'm in the thrill for competition. I want you to challenge me. I want to be better than what I am, even though I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. I still want to be better. And that's such a weird kind of villain right there. You know, the pride and the him being, you know, the vain and, and just being so sure of his own abilities. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, that was the word I was looking for. Like, I love so because, like you said, like I said earlier with my pig, Zamazu, there's been few villains that actually have brought the Dragon Ball Z universe to its knees. And Cell was one of them. And you see that through the whole saga. You're actually thinking like, oh my God, this could be the end. You get what I'm saying? And just to add a caveat, you're absolutely correct. You know, some people actually get confused sometimes with the Z fighters. They got to remember Krillin, Tien, and Yamcha are probably like the Earth's strongest fighters. 
as outside of Goku and Vegeta. Mm-hmm. You know, these these came from different planets and stuff like that. So that's why to me the strongest fighters on Earth, legitly, you know, is them three. But um, yeah, perfect that that battle, bro. When he brought out the Cell Juniors, the battle with Tien, we saw a level of the Z fighters that we haven't really seen in a while because they got outshined by Goku. You get what I'm saying? So we saw them with the Cell Juniors being pushed to their limits and stuff like that. That's what I enjoyed as well. Another thing, like you said just this obsession to be even more perfect to overkill perfect like bro you're already perfect but what i do actually enjoy as well is if you really study uh imperfect cell when he's just a little crabby alien one like he's very very methodical you know he's cunning and it's like you see him Uh he knows in this form he's strong but he's not strong enough. You get what I'm saying? That's what I think I enjoyed about it. He wasn't really as focused on absorbing, you know, the androids just yet because he didn't want to miss out on his chance because he knew. So that's why he focused like on Piccolo's and the other guys and stuff like that. So he went to his like, you know, semi-imperfect form, semi-perfect, whatever you want to call it. Then that's when he got real hungry. All right, give me 18. I want her, I want her. You get what I'm saying? So that's why, that's one cell that, that's one version of cell that gets very overlooked in my opinion. The first form of cell, he's very cunning and very mastermind so that's why i love that and like you said when he goes perfect cell the cell games the cockiness you know really usually every villain does that where they grab a camera and they demand the attention and i'm gonna host the cell games and stuff like that and if not i'll destroy the planet solar his solar kamehameha can destroy the planet though that's the crazy thing you know he's that powerful but then like it, it he's phenomenal bro i mean then we got the gohan you get what i'm saying and stuff like that yeah that's cool we got that um that epic battle the epic you know with the with the fucked up arm the one hand kamehameha with so that was all cool fine and dandy but to me to me cell bro cell was the start of that you know i know a lot of people are gonna say gohan and i'm wrong but cell in every form was the 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 star of cell saga Oh, don't worry, bro. As, as, the further we get into this, the more people are going to fucking curse us out. So don't worry. <laughs> I think we're on the same wavelength with one character that may not be on our fucking yeah. list. So don't worry. And if you're, if you're waiting for that, leave now. Yeah, leave now. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, should we just kill the suspense right now man. about that one character? Yeah, you can tell him the news, bro. Fill him in. Nope, nope. Goku is not on our fucking list. <laughs> No, not at all. So if you want to dip then, right then, now, no, go ahead. I don't feel bad, brother. I don't feel bad at all. Off, then go ahead. Goku's not on my list. Goku's not on his list. Goku's not an honorable mention for me. So <laughs> yeah, then. <laughs> no, just shut that shit down right now. <laughs> Yo, I wonder how many people just dip right now. <laughs> like, oh, fuck this. You're like, fuck this. Oh man, that's great. That ass. We're definitely on the same wavelength with that. <laughs> all right. I want to hear yours now. Bring the heat. What is yours? Like I said, this list was very hard. Easily, a few of these could have been my number one. Um, But my number four is a fan favorite character, actually. This character gets a lot of love, you know? (laughs) Shenron. Yo, you leave Shenron alone. Shenron, bro, is... G- People shit on GT, but GT produced a lot of good things. No, that's great, bro. GT produced a few things that are still relevant now and people actually love. So let's not forget about that. Love, but Shenron is one. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, 
no. <laughs> oh god, that was great. So you know, uh, yeah. My uh, okay, focus. Yeah, that was great. Um, my character, he's actually a fan favorite. He, I don't think he's gonna make your list, but I think you do like this character. And this character came about when there was no hope, <laughs> no hope, kind of like Cell. You know, bang, power came in small size with this dude, just like Gohan. And my number four is Gotenks from the Majin Buu saga. So yeah, I, I don't know if you how you feel okay. about him. But okay. What I do love about Gotenks is like this guy came at a perfect moment. Like I, I didn't want to add a caveat. Was it this the saga or the Cell Saga where we got Gohan with the Monyo chilling? <laughs> like it was the Cell Saga, right? Or the Saga? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's another <laughs> yes, thing. Yeah. That's the Monyo chilling. But yeah, what I like about it is because as all hope seemed lost, bro. You know, Majin Buu obliterated Earth. He obliterated Earth. Everybody. All hope is lost. And here come these two minuscules, Trunk and Goten, and they do the fusion dance. And behold, we get one of the most badass mother flippers in Dragon Ball. In my eyes, we get Gotenks. Not only do we get a badass mother flipper, but his voice to me is way better than Gogeta's and Vegito's. This is what a fusion voice just sound like. You get what I'm saying? This is what a fusion voice just sound like, bro. Because it legit sounds like two people talking at the same time. That's what I loved about him. When I heard him, he transformed. Yeah, the voice, I'm like bro i love it and then you know it, it, gotenks of course we know uh, goku son but trunks we know it's vegeta's son but if you look at gotenks you basically got another thing why i love him a vegeta bro he's like a baby arrogant vegeta you can see the you can <laughs> you can see the trunk side coming out yes, way more so that's what i love about him he's just so arrogant he's cocky you know he calls himself the hero of justice he's like yo i'm here i'm about to I got this, you know, I'm about to save the world and his moves are badass. Galactic donuts, the ghosts that he produces, and just the cockiness that he goes into battle and stuff like that. Hitting Super Saiyan 3. You know, we haven't seen Trunks or Gotenks hit Super Saiyan regular, but their power level is so high that he could hit Super Saiyan 3, and he did, you know? So, and just seeing him, another character that I say, is just beautiful, elegance, destruction. He's so powerful and great, bro. I love everything about Go, uh, Gotenks. He has phenomenal, like, one-liners and puns and stuff like that. And he's, like, very um rebellious that's another thing i like about him because he knows he's a shit bro so my number four is go tanks i don't know how you feel about that pick bro. i don't know how people feel about that pick but you know that's my number four i'm a huge fan of go tanks you know how i love go mm -hmm. i love go a lot i love trunks as well too um and i love this fusion all together uh it almost like made my list it almost made my list the only reason why Within, is because I feel yeah. like we didn't have enough time to like deep dive into what this character can do. Like, yes, mm -hmm. we saw how powerful he was against Super Boom. At the end of the day, like, you know, we we got that time, you know, the time capsule, time chamber, you know, version. But I wanted just a little bit more of what, what he can be. Like, I understand he's a little reckless, but he's fucking powerful. And I think that's why he's such a lovable character, is because he's so reckless. He's basically you know, give kids the power <laughs> to crush, you know, rocks with their bare hands. That's what he is. That's what he is. Like, if you give a kid superpowers <laughs> to break walls, that's all they will be doing right now is go tank shit right there. Straight up. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like, he is like a baby Vegeta. Like, I think, um, I like to say that, and rightfully so, I believe that. You probably believe it as well, too. I think Future Trunks and yeah. Trunks are two different characters. Um, I definitely see, you know, Baby <laughs> Trunks or Little Trunks, Chibi Trunks, however you want to call them. Um, very much like his father, that cockiness, like wanting to be better. But, you know, 
you get to see Future Trunks a little bit more like yeah. Goku in a way, or more like Gohan in a way as well too. More more passive as far as emotions go. More, like, you know, don't. Trunks <laughs> don't give no fucks whatsoever. <laughs> He does shit to seduces mm-hmm. and goes in and just goes along with the ride. He's like, well, I had nothing else to do today. Um, bro, bro, mess for life. And I feel like even they mm-hmm. don't get enough love in the series as well, too. Like, I feel like they should have an evolution to their characters. GT a little bit, but I wanted more. And uh, just the mm-hmm. fact that this this child can <laughs> produce some of Word. the craziest moves, oh, yeah. the donut, uh, the volleyball attack, you know, the super ghost attack um you know just being so cocky that like yes he achieved super saiyan with no problem whatsoever but just to say mm-hmm. well let's just try super saiyan 3 for the fuck of it and does it like not even like a like i should train for this no he's like i'm just gonna do it yeah. do it <laughs> here you go what's up Word. and you see like the jaw of piccolo <laughs> drop right then and there like what the that's, hell are I, you I, doing I mean, that's that's the thing like that's that's true because if he achieved super saiyan 3 that easily just imagine if we would have got a deep dive into gotenks what he could have produced you know but my god yeah definitely my god. Like, but yeah bro he um <laughs> Uh, like you said, he's super powerful. I, I, I mean, he made my list because he's very cool and cocky, and he reminds me of Vegeta. So that's why I had to do it. There was um another thing yeah. that I was gonna say. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. He's so cocky. To uh, he's just so reckless to the extent, like you said. You know, he, he uses he attacks with his own head. You get what I'm saying? Like he just be headbutting and shit like that. So I don't know. He, he's a great character, bro. Honestly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like Lisa. He was almost gonna be like it literally was swapping mm-hmm. either um cell ooh, ooh. or, or Broly yeah, out for Gotenks. So it was like situation. right there. <laughs> but I wanted more from Gotenks. That's why. Like if I would have got like Gotenks, like I understand like heroes and all the bullshit that the fan made stuff that they're doing right now has him like OP'd right now. But like in canon, I wanted to see more of that character evolve, and I could just imagine how crazy, like you said, he would be mm-hmm. um, if given the time and day. Um, even with the fact that these kids fucking still train, like they train nonstop, they, all they do is fight each other. You can imagine true. how powerful they are when they grow up. Um, but I love this pick. Um, I, I love the fights and I love the sequences that he has. Uh, I love the cockiness. I love um, mm-hmm. how narcissistic he is as well, too. Um, and just just the level <laughs> of immaturity yet confidence is just fucking awesome like it's just it embodies what dragon ball z is straight up like if if you want to get a character that is almost like goku from dragon ball like that's as true, a kid, absolutely correct there you go right there <laughs> that's it that's a great translation and example mm-hmm so we're moving down to the nitty gritty what is your top three let's see because if you had that hard choice between four and five damn this top three gotta be hard. This one's this one's still hard, bro. This one this one probably is on everybody's list as well too. Um, but um, the placement mm. probably is because he could probably easily be number one or two. Mm. And the fact that he's number three, I'll probably get called <laughs> out for some shit. Me even by you. Um, <laughs> my number three. Yeah, I'm mean, uh, in my seat now. Shit. <laughs> oh. Basically, just the emperor of all mm. worlds, man. The emperor of the galaxy. You know, someone who is stronger than his father that makes his <laughs> father quiver in his fucking panties. You know, uh, um, 
This guy annihilates anything and has no fucking problem whatsoever. This guy is like the ultra <laughs> prejudiced person calling fucking saying it's monkeys all day. This guy, this guy with a flick of the finger can destroy anything in his mm-hmm. sight. And this is without training whatsoever. And when he does mm-hmm. train, he's a fucking beast of a thing. And I'm uh, <laughs> number three, Frieza. <laughs> Yo, bro, all you got me thinking is about his ridic- ridiculous laugh. <laughs> bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that pick. Whoever <laughs> says something about that pick, they can just leave it out the podcast yeah. right now. That is a phenomenal. That is a phenomenal pick, Frieza. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is no villain like Frieza. Straight up, like you can say everything you want about all the villains that we saw. You can say all the shit you want to say about Jiren and stuff like that. Go yep. ahead. <laughs> Frieza is just Frieza. Frieza. <laughs> Frieza from from like. Not, not from day one, but for many people that got into Dragon Ball Z, that was like their first true villain. You can say about Vegeta and Raditz and Nappa all you want, but for people that grew up in yeah. Dragon Ball Z, that was like their kind of first like big bad almost. And even though like in the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, he was always in the background, like this person sent these guys over, the Frieza Force, you know, and shit like that. So when he shows up, you don't think anything of him. Like he's just this <laughs> fucking guy in a little Yoda pod chilling out. Like with his horns sticking out his tail, like stuffed in there, wag- wagging around. And you're like, this? This is Frieza? And then when he first steps mm-hmm. out of it, oh, dynamic. Oh, yeah. And he lays the beats on people. Mm-hmm. You're like, what is going on? And bro, like he what? has five other forms. And it's like, each form is even crazier. Like, um, I remember that Namek series. That Namek series to me is underrated. I don't know why people just look at that Namek series as just Goku mm-hmm. turns Super Saiyan. I understand that's the biggest part about it. But like, mm-hmm. it's very slow paced, but very good. Like everything from, you know, setting yes. out the Frieza Dodoria. Force, like Zarbon. And <laughs> the, um, is it the Dodoria? The Dodoria. Mm-hmm. The, the Ginyu Force. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's all building up to him. And just like everything, like the first um, encounter with Vegeta, and he lays a beast on him, and Vegeta's like so fucking like mm-hmm. prideful at that moment as well, too, and humble, too. Um, even when you get the backstory, how yep. he destroyed, you know, fucking Planet Vegeta, Ooh. and that epic sequence of Bardock was just, uh, you know, epic, <laughs> and how insignificant Bardock was compared to him. Um, uh, I'll say it. People love uh, Bardock, and that whole like cry, like, I'll destroy you, man, you won't go. That loves Bardock. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Bardock, you, you, Mr. Tryhard, <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> he didn't even didn't see you. I'm so right now. <laughs> uh, you were like a like Word. a fly to a lion at that point, and like, um, just how powerful an OP he was, but like in the right ways. Like, if you want to make an OP character that gradually gets powerful little by little. This is the perfect mm-hmm. archety- uh, archetype you have right now. Like, oh, just uh, that alone. And then just transformations were awesome from the big horned ones to the freaking uh, xenomorph from aliens looking version to um, even his quote unquote perfect form or whatnot. And then he still fucking uh, advances even higher into his golden form, the super. Mm-hmm. Like, that's with him training just a little bit more. You know, like, you imagine what he can do if he went as hard as Goku training. Like, that's gonna be crazy the fact that this character is still around like you know almost 20 years after the fact he's still around still relevant still a fucking a force to be reckoned with 
and um you know still a mastermind an ultimate tactician everything he does is is so meticulous as well too like he has minions going back and forth even the latest adaptation with him recruiting broly to fight goku (laughs) and vegeta after they brought him back to life spoiler alert for the torment of power (laughs) he's like i still fucking hate you guys boom (laughs) like all the ultimate like any person <laughs> is Frieza, and I love it. Like, them, he deserves to be on the Batgirls Club, <laughs> like straight up, like King Queen of Petty, and like I love it. Like every part about Frieza is just great, even yes. to the point where he was yes. tag teaming with Goku and the heroes in a tournament of power, and just how reluctant he was, but mm-hmm. like how how much it just felt right. Oh, like people right. were complaining, like oh, you yeah, can't be exactly. no, it just. It, mm-hmm. it feels I, really I, like it I, works. I agree with you, bro. That's uh, one of the power. Uh, it uh. works. That not only... I don't know why people didn't grasp it, but that not only shows how complex and multi-layered this character is. You get what I'm saying? So it, it just felt right. It was beautiful to me. It's one of the most epic moments, especially you know with that with that little plunge down and the scream and the Kai blast with him and Goku. I'm like, bro, chills. I still get chills thinking uh. about that, but no, bro, this... I'm mad. You sent my son Bardock. Didn't even see you. Nope. I'm done. You lose that <laughs> But no. <laughs> this is a phenomenal pick, bro. Because Frieza, yeah, like you said, he's so... Once again, a lot of these characters in Dragon Ball, they're minuscule in size, but they're tremendous in power. And you get that with Frieza. Like, I love him. He's just like the most... This is probably the closest we're gonna get to JoJo's in freaking Dragon Ball because he's just like so out there and androgynous and weird and wild, you know, in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so that's why. I- yes, yes. <laughs> and people have a problem with that too, bro. I never fucking that, got that. That's you all know, it is, bro. A bunch Good. of insecure that's men. All it is, that's all it is. That's all it is. Straight up, and a bunch of Goku fanboys, bro. Because everything has to be Goku in this universe no and not everything is goku in this universe that's what i'm saying like let's look past goku so that's the thing but yeah i i've never felt uncomfortable with his little weird androgynous style i actually love it that adds a little complex layer to him and his cockiness and stuff like that so like you said if we didn't get frieza uh-huh, uh-huh. we wouldn't have my boy jace from the ginyu force and you know me i love jace the ginyu force Oof. is a group that Oof. i mean yeah they got you know the beats but ginyu force low-key i yeah, just by Goku. Just by Goku. Just by they, Goku. If it wasn't the Goku around, exactly. they'd be laying the beats on everybody. Phenomenal characters. The Dorian Zarbon. We got some nice characters from Frieza as well, like you said. And he, the the Namek Saga is very deep, bro. Namek Saga, Cell Saga. That unfortunately we got Super Saiyan. Like you said, you get what I'm saying. That's what kind of overshadowed the saga. But just to show the cruelty of Frieza, you know, just to just go ham and just pick Krillin up and just obliterate him in the air you get what i'm saying like it, it yeah it just shows how sadistic this guy is so and will not stop at nothing to achieve and like you said his father i think he said it in this one or i think it was in the past where he said it oh he's stronger than me he's gonna succeed me you get what i'm saying like so that just shows how and like you said he's a sweet little cocky spoiled arrogant egotistical brat because in the dragon ball super with the with the broly movie he just comes in mad mm-hmm. cocky like oh monkeys and stuff like that like yeah like like wow, bro! You, you hello, monkeys. Now and stuff with the turrets aiming at him, but he was so on point. He felt everything. He knew everything. That's his mastermind as well. Side, bro. This is a phenomenal pick, man. They did do him dirty and super when Broly beat the crap out of him for a few and stuff like that. But they did. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I try yes. to suppress that out, but he's a phenomenal <laughs> pick, bro. And this is the most iconic villain in any anime as well. Mm. You can sit here and think about the most iconic animes, uh, villains, and if you don't have Freeze on your list, you don't know a villain in anime, bro. Honestly. I'll tell you this much, bro. Like, I remember going to the movies for that specific scene, too, in the movie theater. Like, I'm so happy. Like, when when mm-hmm. you're around fans that love the same thing that you yep. love, a movie experience is so much fucking better. And because you're not afraid to let it out and let it flop out. You know, you put it right there on the armrest and say, there it is. <laughs> And the far when Broly starts rinsing him, but then he turns fucking gold, the whole fucking theater yes. erupted because they knew shit's about to go down. And like, you don't get that fucking like reaction whatsoever. And I don't think there's ever been a reaction like that that I see from like an anime movie or a beloved mm-hmm. series besides maybe it Avengers. Does. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, Dragon, Dragon Ball gives, gives you that. that. I, I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, there's there's few animes, a few movies that give you that, but Dragon Ball gives you that on every level, bro. Like, oh, you get that whole crap, you know? So yeah, but yeah. Uh, oof. <laughs> go, 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 for it, go for it. I want to hear number, number three. three. Yeah, this is this is kind of this is mm, a lot of people not gonna agree with this one, bro. <laughs> and you know he he he. Ah oh, man, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this one, but this is my remember this is my list, fellas and ladies and gentlemen. This is my list. So my number three, I'm gonna go way back, and I'm gonna take it to the. Probably the main protagonist of Dragon Ball. And I love this character on every level. He is swag exuded. He is was the most handsome man walking the earth. <laughs> oh, oh yes! <laughs> I'm mad that I don't have this he, on my list he was right the now. First one to give Bulma the beats. It wasn't it wasn't Vegeta. And that my number three <laughs> is Mr. Wolfang Fist himself. <laughs> Yamcha. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself so Bro, much. Like, I have to so think much. Yamcha, you know, like he is my favorite character. Like one of my favorite characters. So I had to put him in this list. I was like, I cannot make this list without putting Yamcha. You know, rightfully so. Protagonist in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I mean <sighs> Dragon Ball. Yeah, you have Goku and stuff like that, but he, he kind of was the protagonist as well. You get what I'm saying? So and like I said, bro, he was everything you know the cockiness the kookiness the craziness but i really don't appreciate about this character that he just gets ridiculed so much you know like i don't know why i think it's the fact that he looks like a goku but he's not as strong <laughs> as a goku so but um yeah bro it, even on the like, show a, he gets freaking i feel ridiculed. like maybe he was a throwaway spook character but he turned out to be fucking popular you know so i mean i love his fighting style i love everything about him he's like my favorite character if y'all want to add me on PSN and get the beats in Dragon Ball Z Fighter with Yamcha, <laughs> y'all can add me. He's like my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Bro, I love everything about him, man. <laughs> so this is a pick that is just for me, for me. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is this is really for me. I mean, my whole list is for me, but Yamcha, bro, like, he's everything, man. Honestly, I love Yamcha. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm kicking my own ass for not putting this. Like, there's 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 two characters that I'm kicking my ass for not putting on this list. It is Goten 
and it's um Yamcha right at the back because I love those characters. Nah. But like, I felt like that was like me personally like loving it to the point where like no, I, I get like, you. That's why I had to put it on I, my I can't, list because I love him. Like, I love like, Yamcha. If we just speak about him, like he knows he's not strong, but in the Z in the Z saga, you see him still sacrificing himself, fighting, trying to do his thing. He knows he's not strong, but he's gonna fight. He ain't going down without oh. a battle. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> the but he's still So that's what I love about him. You know, he, he still gives it his, you know, he gives it 110% and stuff like that, even though he knows he's not going to be victorious. And that's a lot that, you know, we have that side, you know, that we're a warrior no matter what. If it looks unclimbable, we're still going to climb it, damn it, because we believe in ourselves. And that's what I love about Yamcha. He believes in himself. You know what I'm saying? Even though he got bitched out by Vegeta with the with the ball to the nuts, I think it was, when, when, when they were playing baseball. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that is like one of my favorite episodes of Dragon Ball Super. And then he 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 gets so fucked yeah. up that he he's he yeah. gets literally buried <laughs> in the floor the way he died yeah. in the Saiyan Saga. Yeah. Like, what? And you know, good callback. Good callback. It was like great. Said, this is my personal pick is I fucking love the guy. But just to add some more thing, you know, this is the guy in Dragon Ball that he is the second to learn Kamehameha. Some people may not know that, but Yamcha was the second person to learn Kamehameha. And yes. another thing that I loved about him is his... Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh, whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. willing in his spirit he always wanted to join the tournament you know the the world tournament to win it and stuff like that so he trained with grandpa gohan and he had the knowledge of fighters you know of grandpa gohan i think it was uh some other monster carrot or some shit like that you get what i'm saying these weird characters but that's what i love about him and he, he's he's phenomenal bro <laughs> like y'all trust the man <laughs> Bro, they even got bitched out like when the last was I, I, I don't know if it was a tournament of power or the tournament beforehand. It's we were, me, like, yeah. like a fifth person, well, in- and Yamcha kept on like, "It's me, man, I'm yeah. in this," and like they kept on dubbing mm-hmm. him for no yeah. reason. But I, I mean, I understand. But like, <laughs> oh man, like 
Yamcha is just uh, like a heart of hearts every season. Does not matter. I love Yamcha everywhere. Like, Ooh, see me in any yeah. game. You say fighters, see me in Xenoverse, Budokai, Tenkaichi. Yamcha, day one pick anywhere. Voted, I'm going to throw it out there, bro. Ask Mr. Gio Luciano. He knows how I guess down with the Yamcha, bro. <laughs> like, he knows. But yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. He has to be in my top three, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I'm kicking myself right <laughs> now least, for that. But at yeah. least he was shared and spoken in the podcast, oh. so he made uh, it. Yeah. Uh. Yes, it is. Yes, nah, this was another no, one. Was, no, 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 like no, almost there as well, too. Okay. So, yeah. So, oh, what's your number two, player? Let's get into the nitty gritty. Oh. You already said some big names, bro. So, I feel like I'm going to get swerved <sighs> with your one and two. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, my number two is a gimme for me because I love this character. Um, even from, from Dragon Ball, and even though that character is a little bit different in Dragon Ball, but going into Dragon Ball Z and every fucking season after that, and every iteration of Dragon Ball from the franchise, GT, fucking Super, he's a mainstay. He is a, a, an ally. He's a teacher. He is just the voice of reason at some points as well, too. Ultra fucking focused. Um, the best fucking training partner you can have has groomed almost everybody in the Dragon Ball universe besides Vegeta in a way. But as far as like getting to the next level, mm-hmm. you know what? In the last movie as well, too, he kind of groomed Vegeta as well <laughs> with Fusion. My man is a legitimate father of Gohan. <laughs> no doubts about it. To the point where he chose <laughs> Piccolo's outfit over his father's to fight Cell. If that don't scream disrespect Goku, I don't know what does. Mm. Oh, uh, my man's Piccolo, bro. I love Piccolo. Piccolo uh, is everything you want out of a Dragon Ball Z fighter, bro. <laughs> like, Piccolo. But he has to raise his Goku. <laughs> he has to raise his child to the point where now he's just like disappointed Goku every time he sees him he's like you have all this power yet you still fuck up like I don't get it <laughs> um, he is someone that truly cares about people and it took him a while to do that but I think Gohan's the person that brought brought it out of him to actually care about human beings and the fact that like you know he's so interconnected with Everybody in the Dragon Ball universe, going from Kami to Dende, um, the, the planet, the planetic, you know, sequence right there, him fusing with Nail, or just yeah. him coming back from the dead, fucking hyped up everyone and shit like that, you know, challenging Frieza with no fucks given, going to Cell, challenging Cell with no fucks given, hell, that he I said. the whole Cell saga <laughs> right there, day one of the Cell didn't skedaddle, so like, and yeah, I understand. <laughs> some people think that he's gotten bitched out since Super and a little bit because mm-hmm. you know Goku has some new buddies to hang out with like fucking Hit and people like that but he's still a mainstay like he was in the tournament of power held his own with Gohan as well too mm. tag teaming doing double team moves being fresh as hell um, fucking teaching Gohan, uh, Goku and Vegeta the fusion dance so they could become Gogeta like he took his time to do that shit right there like Piccolo is that mainstay from day one to the last episode of Dragon Ball Super, Piccolo has been there and is always will, will always be there because he's such a central part of that universe. Um, yeah. Even when, when like you take the King Piccolo saga out of things and you just go into Dragon Ball Z, 
bro, that first arc with fucking Raditz. Like, just that 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 symbiotic nope. relationship of hating Goku but still helping him out to beat Raditz right there. That nah. fucking special beam cannon. That <laughs> he kills knew both he did them. not regret uh, that. So good. So, so fucking he good, bro. He was like, it's going down. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> it's like, bucket list check. Yeah, I have that something that Vegeta never did. Lines, bro. I killed Goku. <laughs> <laughs> and with, and with one arm as well too. You know what? <clears throat> I just noticed this as well too. It took me like what years to notice this as well. It's such a direct correlation to what Gohan yeah, did with Cell. Right. You know, he, he needs a beat Cell with one hand. One hand. What did fucking Piccolo do to beat Raditz and Goku? One hand. Special beam cannon. Ah, fuck that shit about <laughs> that Goku true, giving bro. the confidence. That it's Gohan that knew that shit. It just actually, I, I, I looked at that. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. No, but this is a phenomenal pig. Actually, this Piccolo, while not my favorite, I have a love for him. You can't be a Dragon Ball Z fan of the lore of the universe and not have a love for this character. You get what I'm saying? This is... This is while you have Roshi and the little Seiji characters and stuff like that. Piccolo is the sage of this world. You get what I'm saying? That's why I enjoy about him. He's always quiet. He's always off. He's meditating. Always stern, grumpy. You know, but always knowledgeable. He is that pillar of uh, solitude, justice. That pillar that you look up to. He's always reliable, like you said. You get what I'm saying? And he knows, I, I, bro. Loki, they kind of bitched him out <laughs> in the super movie where they were like, oh, I'll just, I'll just be getting in the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, I, he just knew his place. I, he understood. I don't want to die again. No, just, I'm chilling on this rock right now. To be left alone and meditate. You know what I'm saying? He's always, he's, but what I like about Piccolo, you know, like, few characters in dragon ball universe he's always ready to go he's always training his body you know like he always has that weighted cloak that armor and stuff like that so he's always training and ready to go but um he's very reliable like you said that's what i like about him he's like old reliable he's always imparting wisdom knowledge the moments that he has some funny moments they're funny as hell you know what i'm saying it's like oh piccolo made it funny or look his reaction in his faces you know yeah <laughs> but yeah like I, honestly he does have that over vegeta but he did body goku he, this is a great character i i don't love him love him but i cannot love him and sit here and say i love dragon ball Z. you get what i'm saying and and this is a great pick bro this is a great pick he has some fucking cool ass moves Hell's right own, uh flash <laughs> grenade the, the light grenade the special beam cannon all his moves are badass that's why i think i really love him you get what i'm saying and then i just remember seeing um like you said the cell saga with you guys in dragon stand on the v on the fucking tapes the v, what i can't clear. yeah vhs yeah watching the japanese subtitle all sketches VHS. and seeing him do the fucking light grenade for the first time i'm like oh my god what is this you know so but yeah bro piccolo's a great pick man honestly and he's a low yeah no, Loki is a very popular character. I love well, man. A lot of people love Piccolo. No, go for it. Like, I think it's just his demeanor and how he is and gets down. You get what I'm saying? And he's a responsible man. He raised another man's child. <laughs> like, even though he hated him. <laughs> but you know what it was? He was like, I got my rocks off. I killed you. Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I killed exactly, you and bro. I took your kid. Nah, this is What's up? <laughs> You know, we know he'd be piping down Chi Chi as well. Does, we just don't see it. Chi Chi, bro, so you don't know. Yeah, he be. Mm-mm. Exactly. <laughs> he got the Did extendable limbs as well. Too. It's physically impossible to. <laughs> 
I had to do a deep cut and edit the Roxbury. I had to. I had to. <laughs> no, but, but this That's is a phenomenal a pick, bro. This is a great pick. I, I like Piccolo. Like I said, he, this is a phenomenal pick, bro. Don't not feel bad whatsoever about this pick. That's it. That's I. Mm-hmm. No, I, this was genuine for me. Like I needed mm-hmm. to have this person on my list, and the, the more that mm-hmm. I was looking at him and like shuffling him around for my top fives, I was like. Yeah, he's number two. Like, he's been yeah. every season. He does not give a fuck whatsoever. He's always down to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always, like, the locker room leader as well, too. Like, the voice of reason. Um, he's there. When yeah. you need a special ability or something to be taught, he's always down to teach you as well, too. You know, to go tanks, there yeah. for go tanks. He did it with the Gogeta you know, Blue and the Dragon Ball Super. To go, uh, to go tanks with go Wasn't Trunks. he also, sorry oh. for cutting you off, wasn't he also kind of very exactly. intricate in the Zamazu um, uh, Future Trunk Saga and stuff like that? Where he was, so, Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yep. Um, he was in there. He was intricate in the mm-hmm. um, uh, the, uh, the Majin Buu saga fusing with Kami. Like, and that was a big thing for him right there. <laughs> yeah. um, and I still remember that fucking day when he shows up with Goku. Oh, Kamikolo! <laughs> oh my god. He's like, shut the fuck up. You know what, bro? What I, lo- what I love about his relationship in the past sagas... A lot of people sit here and say, this is just me going on a tangent, a lot of people sit here and say they compare Bakugo to Deku to Vegeta and Goku. No, I actually see Piccolo and Goku kind of like Bakugo and Deku. You get what I'm saying? Like, they have that 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 tension right there. They're friends, they're familiar. I can see that, yeah. Stuff like that. Always that little rivalry, though. You get what I'm saying? Because rightfully so, this was kind of like Goku's really, really first rival, you know? So, besides, you know, Radis Force and stuff like that. So, I get more vibes like that out of Goku and Vegeta because everybody says it. Oh, name a rivalry more than this. And they always go to Goku and Vegeta. But uh, that was just me going on a tangent. Yeah. Hey, when when Piccolo came to Namek and then fusing with Nail, legitimately he was stronger mm-hmm. than Goku. Goku's mm-hmm. over there fucking recovering from the beast that King <laughs> you gave him. Okay, in his little fucking wow. chamber, Piccolo was that fucking yeah, dude holding it down. I don't cool. give a fuck yeah. right there. So I'll take that. Shit. Phenomenal pick. Phenomenal pick. I love it. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Let's go with your number two. I want. My number Thank two? you, but I need to hear yours, yo. Your number two is going to be epic. Because legit, this is my second favorite Dragon Ball Z character, super whatever. This is my favorite second. Number one is number one. Number two is number two. And my favorite Dragon Ball Z whatever, number two is Frieza. My my number, yeah. <laughs> my number two is Frieza. I knew it. He, he, I love Frieza so much. This is blasphemous for me to say it. I love Frieza so much that I can sit here and say he's up there with my number one. They're tied. They're so even. That's how much I love it. Like you said, you know, for your Frieza pick. Yeah. He's so metho- like methodical. He's so maniacal. He's crazy. He's a creeper. He's powerful. He's, uh, not only does he have one form, he keeps, you know, he keeps growing. Like, he, uh, this is not even my last form. Bang. And then the complex layer that this character has from just being a uh what people thought at first was a pointless villain you know like not pointless but you get what i'm saying just like driven with one thing from when you see him like you said to evolve he kind of he bro it's kind of like goku and vegeta to me in my eyes goku and frieza you get what i'm saying like they respect they have a level of respect with each other you know like they know they don't like each other and he's who he is but there's a level of respect between goku and vegeta and that's why i like that you see that evolution in super you know and he's been mm-hmm. through Arguably, I'm uh, to me, this is the second character that has gone through a lot of humbling and a lot of defeat and a lot of growth in Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion. 
which is Frieza. So that's why I love and I gravitate towards Frieza. The mm-hmm. golden Frieza form, his cockiness, you know, everything. He's like, oh, okay, you washing me up. I'm about to go golden on you. Hold up. <laughs> like, everything is so freaking amazing from the battle, like you said. Yep. That's what, you know, that moment right there, that's that's one thing I appreciate that moment that I don't know why some people would love it. Like you said, when um the tournament of power, when Goku and Frieza joined forces to defeat um Jiren and stuff like that, uh they were like, Bro, they were like, Oh, so that's the secret that you know universe seven has is trust you get what i'm saying that's why i say there's that level of respect between goku and frieza they have that trust at that moment you know we're the only two that we can do this shit so let's go but um yeah man frieza like i said most complex most growth that i've seen by far and and i love frieza like you said with one point of a finger this man could destroy planets you know so i love frieza that's my number two Just to throw that in there too, with that mm-hmm. scene with the torment of power, you have so, two different motivations, but they come together. And people need to understand yeah. that shit. People were like, "Oh, why was why wasn't Vegeta there?" Well, Vegeta had his moment. <laughs> this is something for Frieza right here. To look, if you really look at it, you have one person with Goku being uh, looking to to survive like he is embodied embodying nope. survival right now survival for his universe survival for all universes survival to just mm-hmm. live and then you look at frieza who's already dead but his motivation is to live as well too not necessarily be a race but just to come back to life and have a legacy again and when these two fucking matched up it is mm-hmm. the ultimate um um, survivalist fucking strategy like we're both in this to fucking for one goal to survive and I love that shit right there the motivations are a little bit different but at the end of the day they come together for one fucking goal right there and one goal to the full extent of their abilities um no matter what Frieza is yeah. like mm-hmm. will always be one of the best villains if not the best villain of Dragon Ball um all together um and not just yep. that as well too it's there's still layers that you're building upon this character like i said 20 years later you would have thought that this guy's gonna be one note but no like this dude is king of petty and i love the fucking <laughs> fact that you get that even the part in, in hell where he's fucking just like irritated <laughs> with like all the, like, the lovey dovey shit he's just bro, like fuck. The mood sometimes bro like that ass <laughs> I'd be on Frieza mood after day, so I understand. Like, it's great. Like, mm-hmm. th- th- there's so many layers of Frieza you can fucking play with in so many different seasons, and it's, it's always different. You know, from from the episodes of Dragon Ball Z early ones to the Cell Saga at the beginning of it to going into like the next few sagas in Super, even uh, doing cameos in GT, like. This, yep. this guy is so profound and this character is so profound well written as well too and, and mm-hmm. it's only the beginning still like I, you would feel like this character is a one note and done but no like they find intricate yeah. ways to put him in that's... Dragon Ball and make it work oh, yeah, make him relevant well. that shows the and, um, I'm just and excited layers, for the, the complexion and all the layers that Frieza has well thought out of a character that from Dragon Ball he's still relevant in Super and he has an epic moment in Super you know fighting for survival like you said so that's why like you said most iconic villain of Dragon Ball has to be Frieza bro not many villains hold a candle to him and it's Frieza so I mean yeah that's my number two <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. this winds down now this is gonna be a swerve because 
I well, okay. I may have an idea, but I don't think so. But I thought Piccolo could have been your number one because I always knew growing up you loved Piccolo. So yeah, I, I, this was my shock me. So what's your number one? <sighs> uh, now there's no one. You want to go honorable mentions? Or you want to go honorable mentions Ooh. afterwards? <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, this this was a tough Ooh. one, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, um, all right. Okay, honorable mentions. Goten, of course. Um, just love Goten. Um, uh, Roshi, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yamcha. I love Roshi. Especially fucking bulked out Roshi in the Tournament of Power. Fantastic. Ooh, what a nice. Oh, Android 17. Honorable mention as well, too. Um, villains as well, too. Can I throw a villain in there yeah. for our honorable mention? Um, Kid Boo, because he's such a badass. What? Vegeta. Honorable mention at the highest. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> As an honorable mention. <laughs> Only because <laughs> you have a love for Vegeta more than I do. And for all the right reasons. Um. Uh, I'll just throw this so people don't get pissed off. I'll throw Goku as all I'm gonna mention. There you go. For fucking people that want to be fanboys for him. Um. Yes. This last one, I'll throw it as honorable mention, but you'll be like, what the Ooh, fuck? Ooh, okay, so I definitely don't know what your number one I'll is. I'll mention yeah. Gohan. Ooh, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. And I only say that because Gohan is written as a failure, and I hate that. And I can't get behind the character yeah. because the creator can't get behind the character. And it's hard for me to really go with that. And every, I understand that Gohan is a fan favorite for a lot of people. I love Gohan too, but the truth of the matter is, he was never ever gonna get bigger than what he was in the Cell Saga. And even in the Cell Saga, yeah, all that true. shit was just pure emotion, not like technique. So like everything was just straight up like a bulk of emotion, like coming at you. Mm-hmm. And I get it; it's awesome. As a teenager or as a kid, you feel that. You know, you're symbiotic to that shit. You're feeling that same emotion. It's like kids love, love, love the Hulk because it's the embodiment of a child feeling rage inside of them. So I can understand that. Um, but at the end of the day, he's written poorly in the next few seasons to the point where he's almost like a complete joke now in Super. And there's some redeemable qualities in, in the Tournament of Power, but in, mm-hmm. in, in most cases, he's just a like a, a side piece it's, character like a, like an ally to Piccolo like I a, guess like a you, I guess part you. So, almost so um, I may have an idea of who your number one is it's, I, it's 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 beautiful irony how the character that is the prodigal son to the most strongest fighter on earth he has the everything power level waved for him and he is this utter failure he doesn't want to fight he steps away from it i don't like to fight then we see him in this ridiculous mantle yeah. of just dancing as the great saying man you get what i'm saying so it's just weird but it shows his complexity as well you get what i'm saying because you see stuff like that happen in real life like you're the, you're the prodigal son but yet you want to study or you want to go this path or you want to do that it you is. know so that's why it's such beautiful irony you get what i'm saying with go on but i get your points it's true i feel you he can be so much better he doesn't even have a fucking like a vegeta blue form he has nothing you know he had his moments but meh. you know so but that's what i love about him this is beautiful irony because people fanboys were probably like yo so, yo gohan's about to be that ninja nah he ain't do nothing you get what i'm saying so no 
it, it, it sucks because I, I always root for him every time he gets like to a point or a point in the series. For example, yeah. that one-on-one fight that he had with Goku to train for a tournament of power to see where his power level was. I loved it. You know, it was like Super Saiyan Blue versus Ultimate Gohan. He was holding his, his own. You know, I get it. But there hasn't been a leap for that character. That's like the same thing I can say about Goten. Like, I, I love Goten more than Gohan because just the childlike um, nature of Goten, you know, turning Super Saiyan just to turn Super Saiyan because it's fun to do. Like, I love that shit right there. That shows how OP he is if he really did train. Um, and because he hasn't had enough growth in the character, I couldn't put him on the list mm-hmm. because I couldn't grow with that character religiously like my number one. Um, and even with my number one, I kind of feel like to this day, like 2020, why he's my favorite character because the growth that I had as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, and now as an adult, and all the iterations that we had of this character and all the arcs that that character has been in like i fell in love truly because i had to fall into place like that 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 had to like mm-hmm. utterly go from point a to point b um gradually within time Ooh, uh, that's why honorable mentions like okay but what are your um, honorable mentions before i yeah, go this, this could be long but um honorable mentions <laughs> i'm so done deborah <laughs> yeah deborah is a badass he's a king in the demon realm you leave that man alone <laughs> But um, honorable mentions, I'm so done. Yeah. Um, um, oh my god. Yeah, Devor, I'm so done. Uh, Manjin Buu, I could say Manjin Buu. You know, a little fat Buu will have a love for him. You get what I'm saying? He's just so innocent and destructive, and sometimes he doesn't know his power. You know, so I would have to say Majin Buu. Fat Buu is one for me. Um, Bardock, I love Bardock. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have got a lot more of this character. You know, later on we saw some stuff in the game, a Doken, Super Saiyan three, Bardock, whatever. You know, but. I like Bardock, um, Jace. I love fucking Jace. Red Crusher all day um, <laughs> with Aussie accent. Um, who else do I like? Honorable <laughs> mention. How do y'all say? Because like you said, this man was walking around destroying cities with just the flip of his index finger, middle finger. My boy Nappa. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love I love Nappa. Yeah. I know you love Nappa, bro. Another saying, you know that he's weak, but I love him because he played a big impact on my life. Raditz, I love me some Raditz. Raditz is honorable mention and stuff like that. Um, then two, two, two very important honorable mentions. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Loki. This man, I may, I feel like this man got outshined by Jiren, but he is the second most powerful, and he was actually going. He was training to become a god of destruction. That is my boy Topo. I gotta go with Topo. Yeah, Topo's a fucking badass on every level. So I love Topo, bro. Um, yeah. And then easily he could have made my list because I love this guy. You know, he's probably like my third character, favorite character. This is another character in Dragon Ball Z that has very a lot of layers and complex nature to him. And he has a lot of growth and evolution where we saw him from the Cell Saga to where we saw him to the Super. And, you know, there's a meme around the Twitter sphere saying, when when did an iPhone save the universe? An Android save the universe. So I honorable mention for me, very, very high honorable mention is Android 17. I love Android <laughs> 17. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I thought about it very. I'm hard, surprised he wasn't on your list, honestly. A very honorable mention, and I'm kind of kicking myself for not putting him as my number three. But um, yeah, the 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 
the multiple angles that we got of this guy from just being a barbaric android to when we see him in Super, that he's an outdoor, nature-loving, park ranger android, more calm, more methodical, more thing. You get what I'm saying? Damn near knows he can't hold the candles <laughs> of Jiren, Goku, Vegeta, but he holds, you know, Jiren off for long enough and stuff in the battle for these guys to come and save the universe. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, Andrew 17, very high honorable mention for me. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. <laughs> I know yeah, this was easy for you. Me. Like this was hands out easy for you. This was this is diff this was super difficult for me because I had to like sit down and like really think about like who have I been enjoying mm. for the past couple of years. And like <sighs> I'll be. I'll, I'll admit it. For like the last ten years, this character grew on me hmm. more and more and more and more. I thought about it. The character grew on me, and I was like, oh, like very tough, very, very, very tough, very tough. But you know, and it, it sucks because I, I feel like sometimes he's in the position that he's almost like you're a fanboy if you like him. Yeah. Um, the same way like people like Goku or, or people like Vegeta or people like Gohan, like. You're 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 in that that place. You're pigeonholed as like, oh, you're a fanboy because you like this. But I like the character. I like the growth, and it's a character that kind of embodied the '90s as well too, almost. And then throughout the times and throughout the episodes and even the movies as well too, whether they're hmm. canon or not, hmm. he's a fucking badass. And wait, um. I'll just say oh, it right now. Um, my number yeah, yeah. one is fucking bro, Future Trunks, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, go ahead. No, Future, future Trunks is a bad <laughs> Nah. I had a feeling. Nah. Like, I, I looked at it and I, and I, and I analyzed why I like Future Trunks. And from, from day one, <laughs> my man shows up with the illest fucking outfit with the fucking leather jacket and the tank top dangling around and with the fucking Dennis haircut just chilling <laughs> and the broken sword and my man those are all deep cuts <laughs> and my man just gives no fucks at all shows up with a crippled Goku and just like, what up, y'all? I'm here. And I'm here to rough shit up. And my man, first encounter, looks at mm. Frieza and does what Goku couldn't do and chop that man up into little pieces and blow that fucker away like it's nobody's <laughs> business. Then one-ups himself and blows up his daddy as well, too. <laughs> like, that was day one-ish for Trunks. <laughs> like... Day one ish for Trunks, and and I, I had to like think about. It. I was like, okay, okay, take that fanboy mentality out of it. Just like, mm. yes, that was awesome, but let's let's just go into a little bit more his motivations, and you get into this complex character mm. of someone who maybe just didn't get to know his dad the way he wanted to in his timeline, um, because his father died. 
but was the ultimate mama's boy. Just wanted to be there for his mom and wanted to help out his mother and wanted to help out humanity itself. Um, you take that there as well too, like the last mm-hmm. real hero of Earth in that timeline. That right mm-hmm. there was just fucking phenomenal. The the, mm-hmm. the future timeline Beautiful. with him and Gohan, like yeah. that's the Gohan I think. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, straight up, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah, everybody wants that Gohan. Like that's the Gohan that people want, like dream about, and having the mentorship of of a of a of of a like a real full fledged Gohan that that knows himself and knows who he is and is like the future of, mm-hmm. of the hero of the future. Um, seeing him die at the hands of seventeen and eighteen, and struggle in the, in the complex nature of what he deals with in that moment the mm. rage like fuck the days now we have i know you love this character probably a little bit but fuck the days of having kappa kappa and shit like that have a tingle <laughs> on their fucking backside becomes super saiyan get the fuck out of here with that shit fuck that fuck that shit like no when you turn super saiyan it is an unholy fucking birth of energy coming out of you and that's what my man trunks felt like he just went he like there is nothing left for this character to love in the world and he just fucking explodes and that rage and emotion is why we fell in love with dragon ball z in the first place to see that power just erupt at a fucking fucking pure emotion and so that's just that's just a 10 percent of what trunks is like that story alone the, the time travel coming in to prevent cell coming in to prevent android 17 and 18 trying to be the moral reason to his father and to the z fighters and kind of failing at that but still trying his best to rectify the past so that way he could save his future um you look at man you look at just the complex nature yeah. of him and his father of his father yeah. really not accepting him at, at all like you're my son what the fuck are you and you see how crazy strong it is and i think at first at first glance i don't think vegeta resents him as a son i think he resents him because he surpassed him at that moment in time like straight up vegeta at that moment in time could not do that to frieza and i think that's what what hurt him a little bit or Mm -hmm. not maybe hurt him but that hurt his pride that's what it is Vegeta's very much a prideful character and when his pride is broken or hurt you see how complex that character is so you see Trunks trying to win his father's love, father's affection, and just, or he's having a conversation with it, and how hard he's struggling throughout the whole season, even to the last episodes of it, where, you know, Trunks, you know, gets, like, shot down by Cell, and you see Mm -hmm. Vegeta fucking flip out right then and there. Like, like that's a beautiful fucking scene. It gets overlooked a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. The times the time spent in the in the in the time chamber of training with them and this being these two ultimate beings father and son actually connecting mm-hmm. because they're connecting by by combat like that that that's where he found that love that's where he found that that adulation and, and uh, admiration from his father as well too that's mm-hmm. where they bonded i think that was just so beautiful because he found a way to connect with his fucking father and I and right then and there, seeing his mother as a young mother, like almost bringing him to tears and hugging her, like that was emotional right there. Like there's so many fucking complex fucking things that Trunks is dealing with while still being a badass at the same time. Um, <laughs> uh, him o- overpowering, oh, not overpowering, excuse me, but wrong words. Um, 
ex- extending his powers yeah. to the next level over his father and hiding that from his father as well too even though that form was not perfect but still like connection. taking it to the yeah. next level and not letting his father know because he didn't want to lose that, that adaptation from it exactly <laughs> like that that's some real life shit right there like sometimes you don't want to tell your pops you know you know i'm, I'm better than you at this because you can hurt their pride mm-hmm. which is one thing that it's tough to see is seeing your parents broken a little bit i i've seen them many times so i'm sorry i'm not i'm man enough to say that i've seen that happen many times so um that character connected to me on that personal level right there and just that was just z bro if you go on the super and just him coming back and i know he gets a lot of mixed reviews with with the with the black saga Goku black saga um but as the character progressed yeah. you get to see like chibi trunk seeing what what a badass you know his older self can be um mm-hmm. the how imperfect his future still is after all the hard work that he put in and seeing all the chaos that's happening in that future coming back again trying to save save the past that way that future doesn't get implemented um just the the, the complex nature that he has with his <laughs> own father again like oh i'm back again but dad i you just you don't love me and vegeta just looking at him like a piece of shit because he never took the next level and it's because of the fact that there was no reason to like at rightfully mm-hmm. so like he came back to the future wish washed everybody out there killed androids killed cell called it a day i'm the hero why should i trade like it's peace and to come back and just be at super saiyan 2 level about it like it was like almost like a disappointment to his father and trying to win him back over again like that was tough and then to see just him gradually like get better and better and better to the point where you got to see him yeah. have that Super Saiyan rage form where it's almost like like Super Saiyan demigod. I like to say that in a way because it's not fully god but he has a blue aura around him with the Super Saiyan 2 level and just to see him prove himself over again and constantly having to prove himself. That's one thing that I put him again, uh, over Gohan because yes they, they both live similar lives of having higher expectations to their fathers but at the same time Trunks Mm-hmm. shows that he he wants to be better or at least be better than what he is or he wants to win over his father or he wants to be that here he wants to show people that he's not uh, powerless or defenseless that that he is up to the measuring stick like everyone else and that's where gohan falls short is that gohan doesn't have that measuring stick if anything he's at a plateau mm. and he's happy that's what he has to edge it over gohan that's okay. about it i thought so that's i thought legit he was gonna sit here and say gohan number one Oof. No, um, yeah. you're, you're absolutely correct, bro. And I was kind of speculating, okay, it has to be Trunks. But um, yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. You know, Trunks is a very, very integral part of even the timeline. You know, this is the time patrol. He sits here and protects the timeline. Timeline, excuse me. Very, uh, a character that, if you look at it, besides, oh, I'm trying to think. Let's just sit here and say, for argument's sake, besides Goku, this is like probably the second character in the Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball lore that has fought the toughest villains and has to come through and save the world multiple times. You know, he did it with the Cell Saga, like you said, mm-hmm. and he came back and washed up Cell. You know, he did it with old Zamazu, where he was always traveling back and forth in time, busting ass with Zamazu. Um, he has, uh, he's carrying around Tapion's sword fucking um like he has the the he's 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 
very similar yeah. in some moments where like you see the Goku, the similarity. That's why I say that he has to fight the, the most important villains. Because remember, he asks everybody for their power, kind of like a spirit bomb, but he got a spirit sword, you know? So, um, nah, this is a phenomenal character. And that's one thing that breaks me and makes me feel very sad about Trunks. Like you said, this is a guy that grew up without basically kind of like the love of without his pops love you know and he was sitting there struggling and this is some shit that happens in real life like you said and this fucks up kids you know and it's some real life stuff this is why anime teaches you life lessons some people sit here and say oh no it's cartoons no you get a lot of life lessons from anime and you see that and those are like my favorite moments with vegeta and trunks like you said trick training in the time mm-hmm. chamber bonding and like you said not wanting to surpass his father because i don't want to lose this connection this is what i was craving always and i finally have it why would i want to throw it down the drain so i'll keep my mouth shut you know and my power level low but honestly it's another character like you said i can yeah he's grown leaps and bounds layers he has a lot of complexions to him you know and um like you said honestly i would like to see some more evolution of you know the little chibi trunks and stuff like that in the goten because the crazy bromance um what else can i say about this character like you said Bro, he came out there, did it like a boss. Sliced up fucking um, Vegeta. Uh, Vegeta. Oh, God, blasphemous. He's <laughs> Frieza, you know, it's a little bit pieces, cocky as hell, and stuff like that. This is, <laughs> this is one of the most battle tested characters in all Dragon Ball lore. And this man, I don't know if it's the fact that he went through that to that cold shoulder of his pops but bro this guy is very battle tested very very freaking loved adored by the fans and what is it heroes where the power levels are all over the place he just finally got god form even though it doesn't really mean much heroes but you know like a lot of people did enjoy that because they were like bro this guy's been putting in work let's see him get some love like that he always gets love but you know with the god form and stuff like that but yeah no trunks is a phenomenal pick bro and i, I like trunks as well honestly yeah, I love I love your ooh, I love your explanation ooh, and everything. Ooh, bro. That was okay, beauty. The Let pressure's off. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, it's off me. It's on you now. We already know, but but, but just say it and and, and embody it. Well, Take we know it here, in. if you guys go for it. We always check in for the pop five and stuff like that. We know my boy Val gives the most beautiful eloquence, <laughs> like expl- explanations, which I don't hold a candle to because I'm I'm a straight shooter. Stop it! Like, Stop so, it! But <laughs> anybody that knows me, you know my number one. All my friends know my number one. My family know my number one. And I'll just spit it out. Number one favorite Dragon Ball character of all times. And he is the most badass in my eyes. You cannot tell me no. I don't give a fuck if he got bitched out by Broly. I don't care if he started crying in the old Broly movies. I don't <laughs> I don't care what once else you have to sit there and say, yes, I'll be a fanboy because I am a Vegeta fanboy. My favorite character of Dragon Ball Z is Vegeta. Vegeta, this character, a character that was not even, you talk about Gohan being hated by the writers. Vegeta was legitimately hated by the writer. He did not want Vegeta. He always bitches out Vegeta. Vegeta's gotten bro he was supposed to be a fail but you know what it backfired so beautifully in his face because vegeta is probably the most popular character in dragon ball lore honestly everybody loves this guy i love this guy because this guy 
so small in stature. I'm not a tall guy. I'm 5'4". So me growing up, I always had to fight a lot because of my situation and stuff like that, you know, where we were at. And I see this guy that he has everything in a silver platter. He's supposed to be the King Vegeta next in line. He's supposed to surpass all the Saiyans. He is the Prince of all Saiyans. So he has everything. The blessing is bestowed within everything. His whole being, his whole fiber. He's out there conquering planets for the Freezer Patrol. He's doing his damn thing. Cocky as hell. Then he just comes to Earth and he gets rinsed by a low-level saying, talk about humble pie right in the beginning when you're supposed to be the strongest in the art. But obviously it was Frieza. You get what I'm saying? But talk about humble pie. You get humbled from the beginning. You, you have so many layers where we see him go from a villain to pure hatred. He's always going to have hatred for Frieza because Frieza destroyed his planet, extinguished his race. But, you know, from pure hatred to Goku to just gradually going and kind of like learning everything as Goku's teaching him like hey there's more to them just being a mindless little midget villain <laughs> you get what I'm saying and stuff like that it, it, he, he grows from the villain to the anti-hero <laughs> to the hero which you, you you know you feel how you feel about Kaba but he was the reason Kaba turned Super Saiyan you know he's he, he showed that wisdom or everything that he learned from Earth everything that he's learned hanging around with the Z fighters he showed that you know every trial and tribulation he's been through with his son and stuff like that he showed that with Kaba he was like bro you know you, you're, you're a fucking badass what are you doing I'm gonna destroy your whole freaking little defense patrol if you don't turn Saiyan Bang, we got Kaba, a badass Super Saiyan, in my opinion, along with Kaolin and Khalifa and Kefla and all that stuff. But um, yeah, like I said, most iconic moments as well. Vegeta, man, he he's had to scrap for everything, everything. This man has always wanted to surpass Goku on every fucking level that he gave up his soul to become Majin Vegeta. Every Vegeta iteration, Majin Vegeta, Baby Vegeta, fucking GT Vegeta, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta, they're all number one for me. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody says. Yo, they're all favorite, favorite. I fucking love Vegeta about everything. He, he just goes to the length of giving up his soul to surpass Goku. That's how bad he really wanted to pass this guy. And we've all been through situations. I'm not saying, you know, doing some extravagant shit like that. But that we've wanted something so badly that we claw and fight with every being of our fiber. That's Vegeta. Vegeta is the man's freaking, you know, character, man. Like, he's, he's like... The hometown hero everything about him i love him the most badass shirts he has the most badass moments even though they bitched him out super dancing little ballet for bulma but that's a fucking man he goes the extra mile for his woman happy wife happy life <laughs> exactly happy wife happy life exactly he saw Beerus punches Barris in the face he got tight he snapped at one point he did bring it to to Beerus, you know for that little brief moment that Beerus was like huh okay what's up you know so like I said, clawing for everything and always just being second best, being surpassed by your son, <laughs> being surpassed by lowly ass Goku. Every everything this guy has never achieved. You know, he's achieved moments before Super, but nothing really impactful like he has in Super. Now you get what I'm saying, or in the manga, should I say? Yeah, Super in the manga. So just to know that. Kind of like Bakugo. That's why I always compare Bakugo to Vegeta. Kind of like knowing that you're second in line, but you, you're you're not it. You get what I'm saying, and you have to eat it. But to me he is but um that's why i love him bro because he's like i said he's the he, he the workings man man you get what i'm saying um everything about him he's disciplined he's fucking so determined he never gives up even he knows his power levels he always practices he's he's always got big style he never achieved super saiyan 3 he jumped to 4 he never gave this man the respect the principal saying he never achieved super saiyan 3 yeah whatever that's how much the writer doesn't like him um 
I don't know, man. There's just a plethora of moments, you know, just the cruelty that he was in the beginning that he killed his second in command, Napa. That he was like, you failed. I'm just going to blow you up. You're, you're trash. Yeah. And yeah, not, it, not to cut you off, exactly. Cruel yeah. again because when he Majin, that just shows the half audience, you know, just but to, fight then Goku. to see the sudden change of heart that he has and stuff like that when he fucked up. He was like, damn, I fucked up with the whole Majin and stuff, where he does the ultimate sacrifice and he self destructs. The ultimate selfless sacrifice. He bodies himself to try to save humanity, but fails. But he bodied himself, you know, right there. That's when you start seeing him change and all that shit. Bro, this guy has been. Honestly, Frieza, Android, Go, uh, Vegeta, he's been through so much transformations, and I, I just love everything about him, bro, honestly, and I think that's what it is. He works for everything that he's got. That's why I don't like Goku, because, you know, everything Goku's got, he hasn't really worked for. You know, he, he went Super Saiyan God, how? By getting his power from more Saiyans. <laughs> you know, Vegeta had to do that shit. He has one of the most elegant transformations in Dragon Ball Super when he achieves the Super Saiyan God. Uh, oh my God, I forgot. It's not, it's not blue. Um, uh, what, what? Uh, is, 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 is it like yeah, Royal Blue? Blue it's like fucking uh, Dragon Ball, like his ultra super blue then evolution or some shit like that. Elegantly transform into Super Saiyan God, just flying up, bro. I'm embodying this shit. That's the first time, mind you, we saw him achieve that level, and it was in a phenomenal fashion. You get what I'm saying? So, I, everything about this fucking guy just rocks, and I love because I kind of, you know, that's one thing where people sit here and say I gravitate to characters that's what it is I just gravitate to Vegeta I'm kind of snarky I have a little attitude sometimes like Vegeta don't piss me off yeah you know like everything it, I, I love Vegeta bro honestly so that's why he's my number one not only just because of all the transformation and trials and tribulations he went through he's a fucking badass and I can relate to him on so many levels also I love about him he's different Goku has a Kamehameha here he comes with his Gatling gun hands all backwards and everything one of the most final flash bro he can just oh my god everything about him I love him bro honestly I love Vegeta <laughs> Vegeta's my number one it's not as eloquently as you but I, I was speak I was speaking from the heart damn it. <laughs> no it was great <laughs> I, was, I, I heard it and there's no wrong with that bro I loved it I'll you say this but bro. that's the only reason why I didn't put him on a list because I couldn't take that away from you <laughs> and, 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 you, and any place I would have put him would have been a far cry <laughs> like 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 no like I need you to have that platform <laughs> because that, that that's your platform right there so day one you're on that day one ish with him from from scouter Word. vegetable head and tail Vegeta fucking Ryazuro because tail off mm -hmm. and shit like that always the first time you see him mm -hmm, turn super mm -hmm. saiyan and the last android what 19 to, to fucking smithereens yeah. um to fucking bulky ass super vegeta taking on cell to fucking mm, to baby vegeta. vegeta to fucking mm -hmm. um oh man so many iterations the baby vegeta to super saiyan 4 vegeta to super saiyan blue red vegeta to uh, so many different things and rightfully so if if Frieza didn't like you know yeah. have that little master plan to destroy the world in the, mm -hmm. the resurrection of F movie mm -hmm. 
uh, Vegeta no. was going to be the one that ended it no. all right there. Vegeta surpassed. The writers, exactly. Uh, it, it, Peter it, it, at that moment it, right there. That the was writers, supposed to be his moment, it, but of course, the it, writers. it went on record, if I'm not mistaken, as well, <laughs> that they didn't like Vegeta, and that's why he always gets the short end of the stick. He always gets the short end of the stick. This man, let's just, hypothetically speaking, just to geek out real quick, this man, there, there would have been no Dragon Ball Super movie if Goku didn't stop him from, you know, like, just blasting blow, Broly into obliterating and shit. Like, so, and, and then just to see Paragus trembling at the sight of yep. Vegeta just achieve Super Saiyan that's how crazy it was bro these guys are already gods you know yeah he gave up just to see him tremble like wow bro so the legend gave of up. Super Saiyan is real <laughs> Vegeta achieved it my son is nonsense compared to him just to see that fear in his eyes bro and I don't know I, I love Vegeta to have to do some of the most coolest costumes when he has that and in that movie, when he has that that bubble bear coat, that green coat, looking like a little badass with just his little head popping out. Oh man, everything this the swag this man exudes, walking around with a pink shirt, Batman, bro. It'll get it'll get no more freaking badass than Vegeta, man. Honestly, and then so now in the. <laughs> With the <laughs> yes, the GT, bro. With the handle, with the hand, with the handlebar mustache, with his white beater, his little short hair. Like ah, bro. I'm telling you, it don't get no more badass to finally him having his moments. I haven't read it, but I've been keeping up with little previews here and there. To so finally having his moment, you know, in the manga where he became the strongest at one point that he surpassed Goku. But you know, they got shot real quick because then I heard Moro became even more of an animal. But still, we're talking about Vegeta, so Vegeta's my number one man. So yeah, <laughs> I love it, bro. Um, we got nine minutes yeah. left on this, guys. Um, I want to say that this was the hardest, yet I think one of the most satisfying yeah. top fives that we've done personally between me and you. I think we put raw emotions in this. Um, if you guys agree <laughs> or disagree? Um, it, it it don't give we don't give two shits about that honestly like yeah. we give shits that you guys voted for this but we knew we were gonna bring our own fucking fire to this so if it doesn't match your picks yeah. don't really match us oh, no, bro. i fucking love it just see, this is very hard right there, there, but i love hearing you i hope you loved it bro we're like ah ah just knowing that it was as hard as you for me you get what i'm saying like this this was personal this this was fucking personal it was hard but i enjoyed it bro Sitting here with you and, and talking about this <laughs> well it's done now so y'all can listen to this y'all can you know give us um on facebook at um at pop culture uh fanatics how we left you can goku us, out you can yeah, on, go, on the web go. on the link you can tell yeah. us that you know we suck how dare you why is this goku 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 this don't give a fuck about instant transmission don't give a fuck about fucking um ultra instinct i don't ass. care that he fucking or, pulls the neo because that's or all he did you, was copy fucking keanu reeves in that fucking anime so fuck that shit i can care less about vegeto i can care less about gogeta like uh yeah the, the, these are our personal yep. tricks, guys. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah, we're proud of each other. We packed we pat ourselves in the back there. <laughs> um, 
if y'all want to reach us on Twitter, uh, Pop Culture Fanatics is on Twitter as well, too, at PCF Podcast. And also by the same name, PCF Podcast on Instagram. We'll definitely upload this as fast as possible. Ooh, so you guys can if you want to talk about well Vegeta's probably um, the most crappiest character you in your eyes, you, you know, you can at me. <laughs> well, you're, you're wrong, pal. <laughs> you, can, you can hit me up you're at wrong. my Twitter, which is LibraPhils <laughs> underscores, or at my Instagram, <laughs> which is underscore J Rance. Just for that now, I'm about to go change my shit to some some Vegeta move. Watch. But yeah, for now, it's underscore J Rance. You can hit me up there. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> should we give the other plugs real quick? Because I know we're running out of time. Um, all right, cool. Uh, just like we're bringing you some pop culture here. Yeah. Um, if you guys like we wrestling, got, we got you, about five minutes you know, SummerSlam is coming around this weekend. Uh, SummerSlam, you hear me? Survivor Series. Because um, I'm trying to do it quick, bro. At the time. <laughs> we're live, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Survivor Series is around the corner. You know, one that of the most the big events in wrestling. So we do a wrestling podcast, EWA, Elite Wrestling Audio, that has a Twitter, Instagram, and a Facebook. That's everywhere. The podcast, Spotify, Apple, you know, hit us up there. Um yeah, if you guys like MMA, you know, tomorrow there's a big epic fight card, two title fights, you know, if you guys like MMA, hit us up on the Kimura Chronicles, where Val and I do our thing, and we talk about MMAs, uh, mm-hmm. MMA, news, previews, picks, everything, reaction, that has a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that podcast is everywhere on every podcast platform, so hit us up, you know, what, did you give your plugs? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 you see? Oh, um, yeah. you're, you're missing one um, more. What's that latest episode that we just came back for the other podcast? The gaming podcast where we did a Nintendo 64 time capsule. Basically, we put in a time capsule our top three Nintendo 64 games that we believe transcend time and should be played by future generations. So go check that out. Lag Switch Gaming, that's on Instagram, and that podcast is everywhere on Spotify and Apple as well. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. Yeah. Like, you know, you said it better than Jay. Yeah, like, yeah bro. Because you, you know what it is, bro? You called it like a lead audio rascal or something like that. Yeah, was having a blast that day. So, like, I remember it because I remember getting off like, damn, I butchered that. <laughs> but I'll mention his podcast as well, too. Jake has our friend Jake. We're usually on his podcast. He's usually on here as well, too. Um, he has a podcast called Anxiety and I, where he talks about everything from just regular barbershop conversations to what's going on in the world today. So please you go just, ahead and follow him out there at Anxiety and I. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. For, as much as it now as Anxiety and I. Anxiety and I. <laughs> Oh, we're live now. This has been great. It's an eye for an eye, this podcast, man. Honestly, we're live now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like honestly, like yeah, if if you guys want to get at us, Definitely. please get at us. We, we enjoy these kind of t- topics. And these conversations. <laughs> we'll probably throw out another poll again on the Facebook page. We're live, pal. You guys can vote for next year. Oh, for next year, look at me. The year's not over. The year's not over yet. <laughs> Everything happens towards the end. This is where the botches start. We did everything perfect so far. For next month, for the holiday season, we'll throw some topics for you guys to vote on, and hopefully, you guys will engage in that kind of conversation as well too. So yeah, because these 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 guys and make bro, us kind of everybody that interacts turning, with us, so we can give you yeah, contact my, my just like this. The EWA wants to the coolest entrance of this. I love it, man. I love it. Keeps us on our toes. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, man. So, brother, it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed this as always. And to Ooh, the yeah. next one, uh, we cannot wait. Everybody have a safe, blessed weekend. Thanksgiving is coming around the corner. You know, get that turkey, get that fennina system, get that ham system. And you, and you, Mr. Birthday Boy, enjoy the weekend. I know you're having that time. So, you know, can't forget about that, brother. Enjoy that. We're going to we're going to fuck the world. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. Everybody. I'm going to get my ass out of here. Later, bro. <laughs>